Hello everybody, welcome back to Spooked in Houston. This is Ryan. This is Cheyenne. And tonight, I've got a fun story and a possible fun little activity we're going to do at the end. Same here. Uh, my story actually didn't happen at my house or any place like that. It actually happened at my sister's house. It was the first time I realized her house was haunted. So, oh, fun. Who do yeah. you want to start? Um, I guess I can kick it off. Um, so my sister and I on the side, we do a lot of like birthday cakes and stuff for like the kids or whatever. That way, you know, we don't have to spend the money. We're a bunch of broke people, so we just try to make our own. And my uh, aunt actually got me into cake decorating, so I put that towards, you know, practicing on the kids' cake because they're not going to care as long as it's cake. They don't give a crap. So we stay up till like the wee hours of the morning making this cake, and I just decided, you know what? I'm out of high school at this point. I ain't got school in the morning like the other kids do. I'm just going to spend the night at Shauna's house. And there was a couple people that were coming for the birthday party for the next day that decided to just stay over too. A couple of them had a couple drinks, so they didn't want to drive, obviously. So they decided to just crash on the couch in the bedrooms or whatever. I decided to crash on the couch. So night goes by, uneventful, nothing happens. I wake up to somebody pacing clear as day and at the time she had carpeted floor in her little mini living room and then it just kind of goes straight into the kitchen and then you have the main living room that kind of forks down to where like the head of a tea would be and uh that's where I was I was like down in this part and I could hear it up here and you could hear it like soft padding and then hardwood floor and then it would go back from the hardwood floor to soft padding so I was like who the hell is pacing in the in the house and I sat up, and the second I sat up, it stopped. And I didn't think anything of it at first. I said, well, maybe I'm hearing shit. Well, I lay back down. About two minutes later, it happens again. And I'm just, like, befuddled by myself because every time I look up, there's nobody there. I'm like, maybe it's one of the cats or something. So I get up, and I'm going around the house looking to see, like, who all is awake because there's got to be somebody awake. Like, First, go straight to my aunt's room, which is just on the other side of where I'm hearing all this pacing. i got to walk by where I'm hearing this pacing to go check her room. She's asleep with all the cats. The cats have not left her room. So I go into my sister's room. Her and her baby are sleeping. I go into my nephew's room. He's sleeping. And then I go into my grandpa's room. He's sleeping. Well, the two guys on the couch, we'll call him Bob and Jim for, you know, reasons. Um... Bob doesn't have any legs. He has like a disease that he had to get his legs chopped off whenever he was a young age. So I knew he didn't go anywhere. He's not the one pacing. He can't walk. And Jim, he's passed out drunk. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. Well, I lay back down about five minutes later. I hear it again. Same thing. Soft pacing, then straight to the hardwood. And by this point, I'm freaking out. So I wake up Bob. I'm like, Bob, are you hearing this? He's like, I've been hearing it. I just wanted to lay here and hopefully it would go away. I said, so you've heard everything that I've heard and you ain't said a damn word. He's like, I just wanted to see what you would do. But yeah, I hear it. I hear it very clearly. I'm like, what the heck is it? He's like, I have no idea. You checked everybody. So I didn't know what happened. So I'm sitting out on the porch with my sister later on that afternoon. We're getting the party ready and... No one's really showed up yet. Everyone's gone out to get, like, their drinks and, you know, the snacks and everything that we're going to have at the party. It's just me, Shauna, and her son, Logan. 
and we're sitting on the porch. All of a sudden, I see this figure walk by the window. Hmm. And it's a little bit taller than Logan, but shorter than Shauna. It's almost like a, not quite a teenager, but like a young, young kid. And she looks at me because my face just goes straight pale. And she's like, what's the matter? I was like, I just saw somebody walk by the window. Which, while we're on this topic, is your house haunted? She's like, not to my knowledge. Why? I said, because all this morning, all I heard was pacing. And it went from your kitchen, which has the hardwood floors, all the way into the living room. So you would hear like the, the, and then it would be like, you'd hear the footsteps yeah. on hardwood and then it would be muffled by the carpet. Yeah. And she was just as freaked out as I was. And I was like, there was nobody awake. This was like seven o'clock in the morning. There was nobody awake. And since I have noticed that activity, I've picked up on other little things that's happened in her house. And that'll be for other stories on a different date. Um, me and her have both had the absolute crap scared out of us just this past uh, earliest spring. Um, about April time, we had a, a big scare. Oh, wow. But that's for a much later story. I've got that written down in my archive. But yeah, that was <laughs> that was like my first encounter with my sister has a spirit and we don't know who it is. But, I mean, it didn't say anything or do anything. We've heard voices and seen things. But this was just that one moment that was just kind of like, that's odd. Haven't heard it since. Haven't, you know, never heard it again. But, yeah, that's my little five-minute piece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so what I'm going to talk about is my experience uh, up at Salem, Massachusetts. Where all the witch trials occurred. Nice. Um, I actually didn't know this. At the, I, when I went, it was just myself and a couple family members. We kind of went. Um, I had begged my family to go and do this for the longest time. So they finally caved and we went. <laughs> and so we're there and there's all these and it's around the time that everybody's dressed in period pieces for Halloween yeah. and they're recreating a couple of the witch trials and that and as we were going around um, we were there for a couple of days and I think it was on day the first day um, I got a real weird vibe like I've never been there but I was instantly recognizing places huh. so I was like Oh yeah, that's where all um that that didn't used to be there. Used to be over here and all this. Do you and, believe in reincarnation? Were you like a warlock or something back in the day? Well, I'm technically a warlock now. Well, so. I know that, <laughs> but I mean like reincarnated into like. I I may have been. Because um, a lot of people that have that familiarity, they actually do like a lot of research. Yeah, but it's also out. possible I was picking up on the memories of a spirit that uh, was yes, there. That's true. That happens um, too. Because the energy there was like, the air was teeming with energy. It was outstanding. The last time I had that same, I'm like, now I'm getting the tingles too. <laughs> um, the last time I had that same rush of energy mm -hmm. was when we went to, where was it? It was... Stanley Hotel. Ooh, I got chills <laughs> that time. That's all you had to say. Yeah. Um, that was the same, like, because both locations, like, are supercharged. Yeah. Like, um, anyhow, back, back to Salem. Um, because I can do Stanley as a whole episode by itself. Right. Um, so, 
we're, at, we're walking around Salem. I'm pointing out all these differences. And one of the tour guides was like, you really know your history. I said, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I want to exactly reveal the fact that um, it felt more like memories rather than like, because I, I was visually seeing in my head where the different locations were. And um, I even mentioned things that weren't typically known um specifically the fact that i i somehow knew i don't know why but i somehow knew that the registry for that they had there they have uh at salem they had what's known as the registry and it's all the list it's a list of all the people who are accused convicted and um charged with yeah yeah so everybody that was accused, um, it had a list of people who were accused. Next to their name, it would have an, um, it would have uh, whether or not they were charged. It had whether or not they were com like what their charges were, um, what they were convicted on, and whether or not they died. But in the registry, I mentioned a couple names that were not listed in the registry. Things and you couldn't possibly know about. Yeah, basically, because yeah. they hadn't released those details yet because they were still researching those people. This registry that they had was not um, one that the town made back in the day they did the um, when they were doing the witch trials. Oh. This was something that the historians were compiling and putting out to, uh, to display so that way instead of everybody looking at hundreds of documents that may or may not be legible... Mm -hmm. Um, trying to read the names and guess who was on trial and all that and who were the witnesses and, and all this. Mm -hmm. They just compiled the list. Gotcha. And um, what was very interesting is that I... My family didn't stay there, but I got a ticket, so to speak, to stay overnight at one of the inns there on site. Oh, that's cool. Right now, I think right now they're not doing it. Um, I don't know. I haven't looked to see if they're um, allowing it because the the inn in question is very much replicating how it was back in the 1800s. Mm. And it's all wood. And you know how difficult it is to clean and sanitize wood. Yes. So I don't expect it to be open during the pandemic right now. Yeah. But if you get a chance to go and at least look on the outside and go inside, you can go inside and look. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. I um, love to go. I spent the night there, and I had laid down maybe eleven o'clock, and there's a little bit of like they have power running and they have water running water in there. But there's, like, no TV or anything like that. Yeah. There's there's TV downstairs to, for, like, in the morning when you do, uh, when they do bre breakfast. Yeah. But other than that, that's, that's it's the very, only. It's like, the period yes. time. There, there was an internet back whenever there were witches. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm laying in bed, and I, and I distinctively hear my handle, like, twist. And it's not like, and it's not one of the um, handles that you, like we may see now, where it's like the knob. It's like the um, you pull on it on the outside, and it's like a little latch, and it oh, comes yeah. up. Yeah, the older doors. Yeah, it's an it's a latch door, mm -hmm. and so I distinctly hear the latch come undone, and then I look over at the door to see if maybe 
one of the staff members was coming, like, was checking, and they, and I just didn't hear him knock. Housekeeping. <laughs> but the door opens on its own, stays open for a little bit. I hear somebody walk into the room. Oh, hell no. Watch the door shut very slowly, and it latch. You've got company. Oh, I very much had company. <laughs> then I heard the footsteps cross the, uh, cross the room to the window. It pulled the drapes shut and then it sat on the bed and I about came out of my damn skin. Oh, shit. Now, mind you, I didn't, I I saw no mist. I saw nothing. I literally saw nothing. It wasn't even a shadow that was blocking the light. I saw nothing. I just saw these. Completely invisible. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was out. It was amazing. I loved it. (laughs) <laughs> as scared as I was at the time, I was thrilled that that happened to me on my first night. That's awesome. Um, so That's a hell of an encounter. Oh, yeah. And um, then the n- next day, we're going around the town, and they're reenacting uh, one of the uh, burning at the stake scenes. They're, they're doing a burning at the stake. And the way the platform is set up, the fire won't reach the platform. Yeah. Well. Well, it's a scene, you know. They're yeah. Re- they're... Well, something went wrong. Oh. And normally it doesn't flare up like really big. It kind of goes slow and builds up. Yeah. And the actress can put on a show and all that. But no, as soon as they drop that torch on the uh, kindling they had, that whole thing up went up. And was over the platform. Like, oh you could barely God. see her. She was screaming her lungs out. I would, too. Shit. And everybody else, is, uh, everybody else around is, like, ooing and aahing and, yeah, and stuff. The and then you see this other staff members. They're freaking the fuck out. And they're grabbing bottles, uh, like buckets of water and trying to put it out. But no amount of water they were putting on that thing was putting out the fire. What the Yeah. Heck? It was strong and gold and... It there was had to not. be some sort of power behind that. Oh, That's yeah. Somebody, like, I wouldn't be surprised if the fire was actually being fueled by the energy from many angry spirits. I, from, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah. So, and like, at one point, I remember when the fire first went up, that I saw somebody standing behind the platform, and I thought it was one of the staff. Um, come to find out that that... Because uh, I, I was like, I, after a certain bit when they started pouring the water, he just started smiling. And I was like, something's not right yeah, here. Yeah, that's something. Mm-hmm. So I, I literally ran off to the Whoa. side and I pointed out to one of the uh, staff members and I said, that guy behind behind the platform is not doing anything. And, he go, and they go, what guy? There's only just us three. What? And I'm like, uh, okay. So I start and I start helping out with the water and trying to uh, put it out. And I guess when the crowd and when my family saw and then the crowd started realizing that this somebody else is yeah, this isn't part of the show. Everybody kind of like pitched in and started doing that conveyor belt thing with the water buckets. Oh my god! And we were finally able to put it out. Um, the was fire department, okay? she, yeah, the, she was fine. She oh, was scared shitless. I would too. But, <laughs> that would end my career. Yeah, I would never do um, it again. I don't think she worked there anymore. <laughs> no, or at least volunteered for the... I um, wouldn't even light a candle after no, that happened No, probably to me. not. I would no. be terrified. Uh, she probably is terrified of fire now. So oh, if yeah. She, yeah. Um, 
But so that ha um so I went looking for the guy to see if maybe I could find him and I did find him and he was over by the gallows, which is where they hang people. Uh -huh. And he was standing up there and he was smiling cuz somebody was standing uh they were doing another reenactment there. He was smiling and you just see him grab the lever and flip it. Uh -oh. And then he disappears. But the thing is is that the lever actually worked apparently. Was there anybody on the gallows? Yeah, somebody was on the gallows. Oh, God. Please tell me they have a safety harness or something. They did. Oh, thank God. Um, the I'm just my blood the, pressure shoot up. The, uh, the <laughs> noose wasn't tied in a way that it would snap shut. So well, it basically God just... So when that. she fell, she basically messed up her ankle and her butt um, when she fell because she, um, the, the noose literally came right up over her head. So it was it was loosely tied. So it was loosely tied, and that tells me that the fact that it's loosely tied one means that they're keeping safety in mind, and yes. two, that's happened before. Yeah. That there's no way you go through that and say, okay, we're gonna do it. And we're gonna tie it a little bit so that way it looks like it's sitting on your right and all this, and then next thing you know, some spirit fucking flips a switch on you and is <laughs> trying to kill you. Shit. Um. Like, I swear it was the creepiest. It was the only creepy experience I had there. Because um, it was so real. I mean, yeah. they actually influenced the elements around them to actually try to hurt yeah. somebody. I mean, that would terrify anybody. I don't care who And they are. we were there for two more days after this day. So that night I spent, I went to the actual hotel that my family was staying at. Because staying at the end is ridiculously expensive yeah um i think when i went it was 2010 and at the time one night in that inn was almost 500 dollars. yeah Holy <laughs> crap. yeah so that's why i only got one night i was happy that i got one night i mean you're rustic historic salem Sheesh. um so I come back to the hotel and for the next few nights, um, even after we get back home, um, we, no, we didn't leave till after the last day. Um, so the next few nights staying in the hotel, I just get vivid dreams of the witch trials happening. Like not the like not just the execution parts, but the actual inside the courtroom oh doing God. the um. Uh, doing it, and there was one particular image that really stuck with me and struck me as odd because all of the reading that I've done on the witch trials and everything from like all the material that they have says that all of the witch trials were done in the courtroom because it, they were trying to do it through a court of law, yeah. But there was one particular. Uh, scene that played out in my head all all the nights we were there and it was inside the church and the bishop was there and they were doing a witch trial of their own an inquisition basically oh. in the church and I remember feeling like I was being held down like very roughly being held down like you and, were the victim and watching this um lady literally being thrashed around and splashed with holy water and they it wasn't so much they were like performing an exorcism they were literally just 
using religion as a way to beat her up. Oh, they it was were, a punishment. It was very much like a shaming. Oh, um, wow. Just not public. It was... It was clearly it was, a, it was yeah it was clearly but, private because there was yeah. not a lot of us there, but it was definitely meant to prove a point. Oh my god! Um, and the bishop said, "Whether you sit in front of the judge or you sit in front of me, you'll still be judged by God." And he smacked her with a crucifix. Oh my god! Um, and at one point he heated up the crucifix till it was like burning hot red hot and he branded her, branded her right oh here on the uh, on the back of her right shoulder oh my god so um i asked one of the historians because um the salem staff has uh the historians who compile all the information and help develop the the town so to speak help develop the scenes and all that mm-hmm. and are part of the uh, and develop the tour guides and all that. And I asked one of the historians that happened to be there. I said, was there ever an account of them taking people into the church? And, like, giving them beatings or anything. And they said that there are talks about it. Like, from families who have been in Salem for generations. How... Mm-hmm. There's talks about how that did happen, but nobody's ever been able to confirm it. Oh, wow. So the fact that I had that particular scene play out in my head, um, in my dreams, and I was very much picking up on somebody's um, life on that. And... I'm curious is if they've ever had, like, a medium or, like, a sensitive come through there. They probably have, and it's probably just been... Um, hearsay. Hearsay, and yeah. they'll... Everybody knows about Salem, and you can learn about the witch trials in school. So the historians kind of take everything that they hear with a grain of salt because... Well, it's like my medical teacher said, if it wasn't documented, it wasn't done. Yeah, exactly how it is. And that's how the historians look at it. If it's not been documented, there's no... There's not enough evidence to support it, then they, they won't look into it any further. Because they have had stuff where mediums did come in, psychics came in, and they pointed them in the direction of something. They found it. They researched it. They um, they looked at it. And they said about nine times out of ten, what they found were fakes that the medium put there well, themselves. that's a shame. So, these supposed medium put them uh, put that there themselves. They planted it. That's yeah. so sad. So, that way they could make make a name for themselves yeah, basically that's why it's hard for people to like believe yeah. mediums and stuff like that so um and the reason i bring up uh actually before i go on to this part um i did find out that one of my relatives was tried as a witch and burned at the stake in salem so that was a fun little revelation that I found, wow. <laughs> which would My also relatives were bank robbers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dear God, I've done the research. Nothing fancy like that. I'm not related to anybody famous. They were all just a bunch of low. They were um, apparently who I was related to, um, according to the documents that my grandfather on my mom's side had put together, um, and some of the documents they had there at. Uh, Salem that showed who had been tried and charged as which there was one name that matched and it was somebody on my mom's side it was like a really distant relative 
Um, but they would have been like my cousin or something. And apparently the name that stuck out uh, specifically was Agatha. Oh, wow. And I was looking at the name and I did a little bit more research on that uh, that person. And she was one of the uh, first witches tried at Salem. I, I recognize that name. I've she was one of the first she was one of the first and she almost did not get convicted. She was one of the, um she was one of the few and at the very beginning that almost didn't get convicted because of the fact that they were still very skeptical yeah. about the whole she's a wit like she's it's a witch thing. It was still, they were still Yeah, they were still being infant in the time. Yeah, and it wasn't very influenced by showboating of the of uh, the yeah. accusers and the church playing on the fear yeah um because that's really what it boiled down to is, is the moment the church kind of got involved um and the showboaters uh started acting out there in the courtroom yeah uh, it, it went downhill fast for a lot of witches yeah fear um people, whether they were real witches or not a lot yeah um Starts so unnecessary crap too yeah so uh about a couple hours ago, before we got off work, I did a little ritual that is uh, that's to invite spirits, and I was specifically inviting spirits that were witches, um, either at the witch trials or witches in general. Okay. Um, so I'm hoping. That we'll be able to do a live EVP session right now, and yeah, we'll catch yeah. maybe some of them. Um, so that was another reason why I wanted to talk about Salem was because I really wanted to see if maybe we could do this. Yeah. And yeah. get this on recording. That'd be awesome. So, without further ado, I will let Cheyenne kick this off. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies first. Yes. Um. So go ahead. Let's get started. All right, well, um, is there anybody here tonight that would like to speak with us? Are there any witches with us tonight? All right. So, if there is a witch with us, could you please tell us your name? Are you from Salem? Can you give us a sign? One knock for yes, two knocks for no. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. If that was you, can you knock again? Okay. Um, can you tell us your name, please? Are you my ancestor from the trials?
Was your name Agatha? Is it true what they've said about the witch trials thus far? Were you wrongly convicted? We mean you no harm. We would love to have you talk with us tonight. Oh, so you had a bump too? Yeah. Okay, I felt one too. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't know if it, like sometimes my heart rate, it'll beat kind of hard and I can mm -hmm. feel it all throughout my body, especially if I'm really quiet and still. Yeah. It's very weird. Do you like that we're telling these stories or would you like us to stop and not tell anymore? Do you like it when people talk about these stories? Was that you just now that knocked? We would love it if you could give us a sign. How many of you are here with us tonight? If you would like us to stop, please tell us. Can you give us two knocks like this? Well, if you're here with us, we hope that you spoke with us, and we look forward to hearing from you. So, with that, that ends tonight's podcast. Yeah, we hope y'all enjoyed, and we hope y'all heard something. If y'all heard something that we don't hear, or we don't pick up on, or mark, please let us know in the comments, or tag it, and um, send it to us through the email. Which, remember, is Spooked in Houston Podcast at gmail.com so we look forward to your stories we look forward to whatever you may have heard and good night y'all stay spooky my friends bye